The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. Wolfie agrees and is excited for this standard edition, old school, pre-packaged, ready-to-wear, oven-ready, fully cooked, <laughs> never frozen, full-on episode of Farlands or Bust. That's right. This is episode 800. 37 of Far Lands or Busts of season 10. Well, wait, I strike that. Let me rephrase it. It's it's episode 837 total, not episode 837 of season 10. That would suggest that there are 800 episodes per season and we would have already been to the Far Lands maybe. But uh, yeah, this one's coming out on Wednesday, November 23rd. 2022 a day before turkey day here in america the united states i suppose primarily the only country that does the thanksgiving on this thursday indeed and guess what this is this is truly old school i don't even have an audience here it's just you and me this is a private episode just for you um yeah i'm not even live streaming this one it's a bit of a weird... It's been raining all day. I mean, I guess that's not the weird part, but I I was like, well, I, I'll maybe stream earlier and then take Juno on a walk later, but the rain uh, has not stopped, and I've been distracted by other things, so I haven't strum, streamed the strum quite yet. Uh, but there's like a little bit of time where the rain is going to taper off, so I figured I would do this episode... Since some feedback I received, people seem to miss the episodes or enjoy the episodes, and certainly those of you who only listen to the podcast have definitely probably been missing out on the the live-streamed hour or two-hour-long Farlands or Bust streams. Uh, So here we are. We're back with this. Not to the least reason, because I actually have stuff to talk about as well. I have a I have a script ready. Not a script, but an outline of things, which is very helpful not to have to sit here in silence or come up with questions or cue. Cue? Uh, query is the word I was looking for. The live chat, because there is no live chat. Um, but we're gonna we're just gonna try this one as normal. I was completely out of uh, wood at the end of the last stream. A bit of an oversight for me. So let me grab this wood, and we need to make two beds for the remainder of this episode, so that we can sleep somewhere. Uh, but yeah, here we are. Um, normal normal Thanksgiving plans here for the Kerche Mac. And the girlfriend, uh, although one of her friends uh, is coming over uh, to have the Thanksgiving with us. I, I've already started with the pie crust. We are once again, as has become tradition, going to be making a savory pie. <laughs> uh, 
uh, chicken and leek pie. Um, so I'm making the gluten-free crust for that. Uh, it's chilling in the micro in the micro. It's chilling in the microwave. It's chilling in the refrigerator. Would you look at this? A special happenstance for a full-on episode. We haven't had a spawner in a in a minute here, and now that I actually have things to talk about, I'm going to be distracted and not able to talk about them because we're going to explore the spawner. Wouldn't that be great if it was a golden apple? All right, hold on to your hold on to your turkey giblets. Oh, gunpowder. Ah, oh. well, I mean, I'll take the iron, I suppose, and uh, we will blow this place to kingdom come. Ah, <laughs> uh, perfect. All right, well, that's fun. That's just a good, clean fun. What's over here? Is this just more cave, probably? Okay, it's not a double spawner. That's just good, clean fun right here. We're having a celebration. Even even the video game Minecraft wants there to be regular episodes. Whatever happened to that? Oh, that's right, YouTube. <laughs> All right, I have an escape route. I gotta go. That was, uh... whoa, that was interesting. Let me get a screenshot of this really quick. That'll be a tantalizing thumbnail. Uh, but yeah, we're doing the, uh, a, uh, oh, I didn't make the boat, or the beds. That's, I had a perfect opportunity to make beds right there with the crafting table down, and I didn't take it. I was too busy handling dangerous explosives. Um, but yeah, we're doing the pie. We're also doing turkey legs. We, we have a place near us that you can just buy the turkey legs, turkey drumsticks. So we're doing those on the grill. Um... I'm making a pecan pie. Kind of a funny story. I remember distinctly on multiple occasions the girlfriend asking if I've ever had pecan pie. And I've never had pecan pie. Um, and I thought she was asking because she was like, oh, you should try pecan pie. So I decided I'm going to make a pecan pie. Uh, so I tell her this and she doesn't like pecan pie. <laughs> the, the question, the line of questions about whether or not I'd ever tried pecan pie was... Out of curiosity and not necessarily her own tastes. <laughs> but regardless, we're trying pecan pie. It does very much, based on the ingredients, seem like a lot of sugar with some pecans thrown in it in a pie crust. <laughs> That's That seems like the majority of the construction of a pecan pie. But I think I'm going to make that tomorrow, i.e. today when this episode comes out, and I'll see about doing it live on stream. Uh, if if my little Wi-Fi camera has more than four pixels it wants to share at once. Um, and then normal sides and things and whatever. But yeah, the big deal is the pie, the savory pie, the pecan pie, and then the grilled drum sticks, which I'm hoping that we have enough propane in the grill. I also gotta clean the grill. It's over the summer gained a nice layer of grease on the bottom and the last time I used it there's a few errant asparagus 
that got lost through the grill grates still there. So I should take care of that tomorrow as well. See, there's so much to do. <laughs> I feel like there's so much to do. I just had to pick out my new health insurance for next year, which is a fun thing that we Americans, in addition to Thanksgiving, we have to do every year if we don't have a job that provides health insurance for us and we have to choose and pay for our own. Every year you got to choose a new one, but only between November and December 15th. You can't change any time other. Why would you want to be able to do that? I don't know. Um, and then I got to renew my car insurances. And we're speaking of cars, we're trying to sell the girlfriend's car. And we put the car through the Kelly Blue Book situation. And they're like, fill out this information and get a real cash offer. Ooh, a real cash offer. And the real cash offer that came out of the computer was like, all right, that's we, we would sell it for that. And then you take your car to a dealership and it turns out that the real cash offer is just as as concrete as a uh, a, a, a car rental reservation. They're just they're just out there for anyone to grab. They mean nothing. Uh, so the dealership we took it to like offered us like twenty percent less than the alleged cash offer and we're like uh okay then in that case no <laughs> thanks oops i didn't mean to make three i meant to make two but that's fine well that's annoying. like we like cleaned out the car and got all our stuff out of it and cleaned it off inside and like we're like oh we're selling the car but that now we didn't <laughs> so now it's the holidays and it's like well maybe i'll wait for next week and i'll see what one of these online car things might want for it. We just don't want to sell it ourselves. We don't want to have to deal with people. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to sell like an, a weird car, like a SVX or whatever on Craigslist, uh, but a like daily driver type of car that is worth money that I just don't want to deal with that. So that's fun. That's fun. Um, it was also weird on Sunday. I've had my old, the old big, big old five mile an hour bumpers from the Datsun, the 280Z up for sale for like months now. And then I've also had, I got a, a, a set of aluminum bumpers, like slim bumpers, but then I found the actual chrome 280Z bumpers or 240Z bumpers. Uh, so I had these aluminum bumpers that were actually very expensive. Um, but I ended up not needing and have been sitting in my garage for months. Both of them, I got contacted and sold on the same day to completely different people. Uh, so that's good. That was weird. I'm all out of bumpers. <laughs> I'm all out of bumpers, everybody. Hark and rejoice for the first time since the Corolla. I'm out of extra bumpers. Uh, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And a bumperness. I feel like that'll make a good episode title that I'll forget when I'm actually publishing the episode. Out of bumpers. <laughs> Bumperless in Seattle. Um, so yeah, it was like a busy weekend in regard to that. Um, I have been driving the pickup truck around more. 
almost exclusively, really, and the girlfriend's been driving the Subaru. Um, it's been raining, and I didn't have the truck covered overnight, and it hasn't leaked. So I don't know what the previous owner was on about. Um, told me that the windshield leaks, and there could be a puddle in the passenger floor, and he, like, ripped up all the carpet on the passenger floor. But it has not leaked. We've driven it in the rain, and now it's sat parked in the rain, and it's not leaked yet. So I hope not to find out. I still would like to get the windshield resealed. Um, it's just whether or not I can get that done without also needing a brand new windshield seems to be the 50-50 point on all the auto window shops I've talked to. Uh, and when I say all of, uh, I mean that the girlfriend has talked to because she does all the phone calls for me and I do not. I do not like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing's been driving fine and, and good and normal, even though we replaced the right rear drum brake stuff on stream. We did that live on stream and uh, it didn't didn't fix the parking brake. So for reference, I've replaced the parking brake cable to the handle. I need to kind of redo that job a little bit better. I've replaced the entirety of the rest of the parking brake cable back from 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 that back and now I've replaced and fixed I mean it fixed the adjuster. The auto adjuster wasn't auto adjusting and we definitely fixed that, but it's still not holding. The parking brake does not hold despite all new springs and lubrication and brake shoes. Um, so that's a bit annoying. I don't know. I, I, I'll obviously do the other wheel. And after that, I'm, I'm kind of just guessing at that point as to what, what do I got? What, what is it? What's the guy got to do to get a working parking brake around here? Give me a break. Um, Indeed. Also, we watched, and when I say we, I mean me, uh, the uh, the Artemis launch actually went and is going well. Uh, that was a very dramatic launch at like 10 p.m. our time we were watching it. Um, I talked about this yesterday on the live stream, Twitch stream. Uh... I'm kind of surprised isn't the right word, but disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, NASA. In the lack of, like, cameras. Both on the launch, like on the vehicle, uh, but also just like during the mission, too. And I realize it's a mission to test this flight software, the rocket, and now going to the moon with the, the capsule and all the, you know, inner stages and things like that. I realize that's the purpose. We're not doing science. We're not observing the moon or finding landing spots or anything like that. This is kind of the sole purpose of the mission. But I feel like for all the hubbub they're giving it that this is, yes, we're going back to the moon. This is a new era for NASA, etc., etc. There's a distinct lack of pretty pictures. <laughs> to provide to the public, to put in newspapers, the newsprint, put it in print. 
to the presses. Um, which I feel like a f- is a failed opportunity. I mean, this is also NASA who nearly sent Juno to Jupiter without any cameras whatsoever. And now the stuff we're getting back from Jupiter with the the, the Juno cam is like stunning stuff. And we did a flyby. We I say we as if I have any input into this. I named my dog after it. <laughs> um pictures of uh uh the moons and stuff that like weren't even expected to get Europa? Yeah, Europa, right? Yeah, we got we did like a Europa flyby. Enceladus? Which one? I always confuse the two. I don't know I don't know where either is either at Saturn or Jupiter, but you know what I mean, the icy watery moons. Um but yeah, that that and, and even it's done its closest flyby of the moon. It's gonna do like a loop de loop, and then uh, orbit the moon one more time, and then come back on like December fifth, I think. I think December fifth is when it comes back, the capsule, the Orion capsule. Um, but yeah, uh, an overall distinct lack of pictures. There's like some very low resolution engineering cameras on like the ends of the solar panels but that's really all it seems that we have and that seems like a lost opportunity i mentioned maybe we're spoiled by like spacex and like their launch cameras and things like that certainly when we watch like a ula launch it's like can't see anything you know like there's there's no cameras or they've kind of started to put cameras on things but um yeah, it, it it feels almost a, a bit like that uh, inspiration at SpaceX launch of like the civilian crew of the like millionaire and like the St. Jude charity thing where it's like they launched and it was all exciting and woo and then like you didn't hear anything for like three days until they came back. <laughs> it was like, huh, I huh, <laughs> okay, feel I'm getting some of that feeling from the Artemis mission right now. I just wish there was more. And maybe there isn't more. Maybe they figure they're just looping around the moon once or twice. The majority of the mission takes place kind of just trailing behind the moon um, in kind of a trailing orbit. Uh, So it's probably not even visible for photos or video or anything like that. But yeah, I don't know. And of course we also... As somebody who didn't grow up during the 60s, I think we we overestimate how involved everybody was with the Apollo landings. Like, yes, the big deal was the live images from the moon and stuff like that. But those were very terrible quality. I mean, it was amazing we had anything at that time, but like, we didn't get back like... It's not like... Walter Cronkite was getting this feed of images of like you know the picture Buzz Aldrin took of of or I'm sorry Neil Armstrong took of Buzz Aldrin with like the reflection or the footprint or anything like that this was all on like the film it was on film <laughs> it had to be like developed and like that stuff wasn't released until like weeks later um so yeah I I just figured like now maybe we're in a a time where that might be a little bit more real time. I mean, especially since we were getting like real time 
images, raw data from like Cassini when it was out at Saturn. So to like not have a similar, even for those who are like more enthused about it than say your general public, just any sort of like data or feed or anything, it seems really. You just gotta wait for like press conferences to release stuff, but perhaps I ask too much. Perhaps I ask too much. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's very, very crazy. That it's, it's just one of those things, a lot like the, the sky crane uh, with the rovers to Mars, that I, at in the onset, was like, that's never going to work. That's never going to work. That is never going to work. And now it's like, oh, it worked. <laughs> huh, interesting. Whether or not it's worth it or if it's just recycling old space shuttle technology, uh, whether or not it completely destroyed the launch pad from being so powerful it like blew the doors off the elevator and broke the, the launch tower elevator and the, uh, the fuel lines that are integrated into the, the launch pad. I mean, I suppose at $8 billion, a new elevator is pennies um, in the overall scope of the, the 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 budget for the program, but it's still kind of neat. It's still kind of neat, indeed. You know what isn't neat? Twitter. <laughs> Segway. How about that? Did you expect that coming? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've talked about this in, like, the live stream flobs. And I regret having to, but I feel somewhat responsible for, like, having a lot of people that I know join Twitter. Because <laughs> I, I was very early on Twitter. Not very early, but somewhat early. And I, I, I remember talking about it a lot. Of course, talking about the NASA tweet-ups and watching Juno launch and the SpaceX and... The Cassini finale at JP, you know, like all that stuff that came out of Twitter for me. Um, I feel somewhat responsible. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And a verified flob episodeness. My Wolfie? Yeah, that's uh that's certainly going going away that I don't know that I expected. <laughs> um it's pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. What did I see? I saw a uh I checked the math on this too. So Elon Musk, space idiot, um purchased Twitter for forty-four billion dollars, and at that amount the human mind fails to comprehend how much 44 billion dollars is some people have been hypothesizing that oh he just he's mad at twitter and just wanted to make it fail and crash that's not the case obviously um he, he's not playing any sort of 4d chess that we're just not aware of if if he wanted twitter to fail i saw this on the internet and i checked the math um he bought Twitter for $44 billion. He could have paid 
each and every one of Twitter's employees, 7,500 people at the time, 7,500 people, he could have given them $5 million each, $5 million each to quit, to just like up and quit and like leave Twitter in shambles. He could have paid each of them $5 million and they could have lived on that. 7,500 people. And he still would have saved over $6 billion instead of paying $44 billion. That's a lot of money. And no, he's not that smart. <laughs> oh, man. It's... Uh... It's it's amusing. It's entertaining how how little he is aware of how things work. <laughs> it's uh it's sad too. He owns Twitter, fired everybody, is the only the main the only chair member, CEO, person in control making the decisions. Yet he's only making these decisions based on his own experience of Twitter as the world's richest man. Thinking that that is simply how everybody else uses Twitter and everybody else's experience is the same. And he's making decisions based on people treating him badly and making fun of him. Um, it's a real sad situation. I don't, I don't, again, I mentioned this during the last uh, Far Lines of Bus live stream I did, the one on YouTube, I think, or whatever it was. I figure it's worth repeating since maybe people don't watch those uh, who might watch an episode, but I don't know, I mean, I know why, but I don't know why there's such fervent search for a replacement to Twitter with current users. Um, well... Like, Twitter itself didn't replace anything that shut down. It just was, and people went there. Um, so I don't see, like... First of all, Twitter's not shutting off. Like, everybody freaked out because Elon Musk, like, shut down the Twitter headquarters offices um, on Friday or whatever, and they, like, thought that, well, that means Twitter is shut down. No, it's... A little more complicated than that, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why everybody's clamoring to find a replacement, and in doing so, is perhaps making worse decisions than staying at Twitter. I keep looking over, by the way, at my third monitor, thinking there's a chat there, and there isn't. <laughs> I'm on my own on this one. Um, so yeah, there's like the mastodons, and this latest one, Hive. Like, maybe take a step back and just think for a minute. Like, who are these platforms? Who controls this information? Just because it looks like Twitter and acts like Twitter doesn't mean there's any sort of safety or promises. Like, obviously nobody's going to read the terms and conditions, but maybe we should read the terms and conditions. Maybe we should look into who started these things, where they're hosted. The security. And granted, yes, I know, now Twitter is, is less of any of those things as well, now that the vast majority of employees have left. There's no security department or best practices or uh, harm reduction department. Um, 
which is why you should go through and delete all your DMs, especially any that might have personal information like phone numbers or addresses and things like that. But, but yeah, I say, I say, pump the brakes. <laughs> I say, chill out for a little bit. I'm not on any of these other platforms. If there is a Kurt Indeed or a Kurt J Mac or whatever anywhere, it's not me. Um, I perhaps should have reserved the name now that I said that. But even I don't want to do that. I don't even want to do that. I'm sick of signing up for new services. I'm sick of it, I say. Sick of it. Um, I <laughs> I refused to sign up for Forge or whatever when we were all having problems logging into Minecraft for the charity UHC. Um, but yeah, I don't think we need a replacement for Twitter. We just need something completely different. If anything at all, maybe we just need to not have Twitter or social media or whatever. Maybe we can phase that out. Kind of difficult now that it's so integrated into our society. Um, you know, there's like government departments and, and official things that make announcements through Twitter and news through Twitter. Um, notifications and whatnot of weather and and safety stuff. You know, like it's and not even dipping my toe into the, like the news political uh those sorts of things that have very much swayed and affected the real world uh, outside of the internet um i mean heck the 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 whole fiasco with the price of insulin when somebody spoofed one of those companies real world implications oh it's just the social media site it doesn't matter if it goes away well, it kind of it kind of caused an effect here. There's a bit of a bit of a bigger, uh, 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 I suppose, ripple in the waters that it causes than you might realize. Um, so yeah, sketchy oh. stuff. I say just be careful. I I overnight saw everybody oh this is now i'm on hive now i'm on hive and i don't know any of this i've not verified it i've not cared to but like apparently this hive site uh whoa skeletna is like run by three people <laughs> it's like uh how could that possibly take over the weight and the burden Twitter, <laughs> a, a, a little site run by three people who don't have, like, any protections for copyright or DMCA or, or even more harmful illegal stuff like threats and doxing and, and, and even more horrible things that could come to pass on... on the internet it's not it's not time to start trusting any and every little startup just because twitter started as like a ooh a little project a little little tech an sms uh status update site um the time is pretty much over where john b harvard grad can say i started this new social media site tee hee hee tee hee 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 
I'm hosting it at home, you know, like and like expect to just have the the growth over 10 or 12 years that Twitter had when all of those mistakes and all of those lessons have already been learned and so many more people. Like, yeah, when Twitter was new, like Will Wheaton was the biggest celebrity on Twitter. <laughs> Think about that fact for a second. You can't compare the scale of things from then to now and and like expect any leeway or, or forgiveness when things go horribly awry for either you legally or your users livelihoods and, and health and safety sort of thing. Am I making any sense? It's a very it's a it's a strange situation, I'd say. I mean, I I say this as someone who has not used Facebook in many years. Who people got mad at me. I when I say people, I mean like one or two people got mad at me for shutting down the uh, the Far Lands or Bus Facebook. They're like, "All right, I guess goodbye. We'll never hear from you again." Like, "Okay, I'm sorry that you only exist and only are aware of anything that has ever existed only via Facebook. Um, calm down now. We're going to make this a four-day episode simply because I made this extra bed and I have to use it. I have to. It's going to expire if I don't. So let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> Awakeness and awakeness. All right. I mean, I think I've got everything that I need. I don't know what else I could have had, but well, I could use a little bit more wood. We don't want to run into a situation where we have one block of wood again. Oops. Too much wood now. <laughs> I'm over encumbered with wood. In freaking deed. Hold on. I need a I need a sip of water. All this I I'm doing the yeah, people miss the the Farlands or Bust episode voice. It's a real stress on the old larynx. Larynx? Is that the right word? Is that the the body part? I just panicked for a second. I thought I forgot to unmute my microphone on OBS, but looks like I didn't. Looks like we're safe. You guys have to listen to me now. All right. So these are my final thoughts on Twitter. I'm not leaving Twitter. I have not been extremely or remotely active on it the last few years anyway. I kind of, the COVID thing, I kind of like was overwhelmed and um, as... You know, it started spreading and like, oh, the first case is like in the town next to you, Kurt J. Mack, where you live up north in Seattle. Um, it kind of got to me. I had to like mute the words COVID and president's name and like all that stuff just to avoid that. And in doing so, it really became cricket, <laughs> you know, just crickets for me because that's all anybody was talking about. I don't even 
post when I go live on Twitch or anything like that. Maybe that's why there's no viewers. Um, but yeah, I have I have some final thoughts on Twitter, and they're not even my own thoughts. There was a a thread because there's a lot of speculation, and this in and of itself is speculation about like, oh, what's he gonna do? What's gonna happen? Why did he do this? How did he get to this point? And I've already laid a good portion of the blame on the people who sold Twitter to Elon Musk, who apparently and obviously cared more about enriching themselves, literally by making themselves rich, than this product, this service, this platform they created, and any of the users or employees thereof that they had. Um, but this is, there was like a Twitter thread that I'm like, yes, this is, this, this sounds right. Could be wrong. It's speculation. It could just be the echo chamber echoing directly into my ear holes. But a, uh, uh, Dr. Skyskull, of whom any previous <laughs> tweets or activities I do not endorse, uh, kind of just wrote this thread that I'll just recap for you. Um, and that'll, that'll be it. It won't be it. There will obviously something's going to happen that we're going to have to talk about, obviously. But, um, but yeah, basically it's about like why Elon Musk bought Twitter when he clearly hates it and or doesn't know it at all and doesn't have time for it. And obviously, as we know, didn't want it <laughs> to begin with. Um, but, uh, uh, he's a narcissist. As a narcissist, he can't get enough of the, the, the muskies, the muskites, the, 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 what, what he, what does he call them here? The, the adultation of the right wing mouth breathers, uh, and Twitter kept banning those people, the people he loves. So he became convinced that Twitter was some liberal SJW organization and he was all mad because he loves Twitter and it makes him feel good. But it was making him feel less good. Um, so he decides Elon Musk wanted to teach them a lesson. As the world's richest person, you're used to getting your way. Um, So he makes an offer to buy the company. And because he feels or thought it was run by a bunch of left-wing liberals who are against free speech, uh, he thought they were going to uh, refuse the offer. Uh, and then he could turn around and point at them and say, ha ah, see, they are censoring. They, are, they don't believe in a free market. They are blocking us out of this platform. And, like, all of his fans would be like, yes, you're right, you really showed them, hooray, hooray. Um, but what he didn't consider, and what I've talked about, is that Twitter was run and owned by other rich people. Business people. Or greedy. <laughs> who, 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 who value bigger wallets above all else. And... 
they jumped at the opportunity to have this somewhat or more egregiously uh, this this uh, investment that has been losing value rather steadily suddenly have an opportunity to to bail out of it with big profits. So he freaked out and tried to look for a way out because this wasn't his plan. He just wanted to show them. He just wanted to be the hero of the day. So he's like, oh, the you know, he starts the spam thing. The, 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 there's too many spam accounts. You need to back out of the deal. Lawsuits and whatever. And then, you know, maybe... I, I, a lot of it, I think, came down to he was intended to make a deposition at the trial. And it was right before that was going to happen that he finally agreed to go through with the deal. Because <laughs> um, he didn't want to go up on the stand and have to talk under oath. Um, so he takes control of Twitter and thinking, all right, I'll turn it around and make it my own social media free speech paradise. Um, but he never fully understood how Twitter works or what makes Twitter work for the vast majority of people, only how it worked around him and only his own personal experience. He doesn't understand a business that's ad-based with advertisers. He only understands, uh, where did he, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this thread. He made a very good uh, analogy between like SpaceX and Tesla, where when he bought those, um, he very much much pushed like the oh this this job is your life now, long hours, double shifts, and in those sectors, engineers, spaceflight engineers, and things like that, car, you know, electric car stuff. You can find people who maybe share that vision and are willing to go along with that. But when you put the same ultimatum to Twitter employees who are already highly suspicious of, of his motivations and ideas, which are all bad, <laughs> um, they're like, no. Nah dog <laughs> no no thanks um and now he's freaking out even more because this is kind of tarnishing kind of it is tarnishing his reputation like the vast majority of us i think know that he's not the one designing rockets he's not the one who even started the electric car company but with his money he was able to continued to make those companies successful, but now this one, quite the opposite. And now he's left with a company with no advertisers, the huge debt that he bought Twitter with, um, and a toxic work environment. And he's going to struggle to find new employees. And that was just announced today that after all these firings, firing more than half they went from 7,500, I think they're down to 2,400 employees now. They're going to start hiring new engineers and new administrators. 
And he, of course, is going to step down as CEO and have try to find somebody else to take his place. Um, so yeah, it's really, uh, it's a really, it's, 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 I would say it's a comedy of errors if it was actually funny, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, his, he, 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 he falls back on these, these tough guy, like, oh, you gotta have dedication these you know tough guy comments because he is in a corner and that's kind of all he has left and it's what his audience feeds on and values and uh it's uh it's it's really weird it's really unfortunate it's a little bit worrying because there are a bunch of investors are you sitting wolfie good job there are a bunch of investors that helped him purchase Twitter, who perhaps knew it was going to fail and had money to burn, that when it does, if it does, as it continues to, they did so, they might have done so, speculation again, in order to then gain leverage on SpaceX and Tesla, his other actually valuable assets. So like that's concerning i suppose on a security level um but yeah he's he's right now he's playing the victim and the hero in the same vein um and it's it's just a really a a, a whirlwind of mistakes when when in ranwen park we say i'd make that mistake not this one. No, not this one. This is not this is not the kind of mistake that needs to be made by anybody. But here we are. Here we are. And here's the end of the episode. <laughs> Sorry, that went on a bit of a tangent. I didn't actually realize how long this Twitter thread was. Um but it's a lot of kind of sociological, psychological uh speculation on like why is this dude doing this and uh where could it possibly go that i found like i could i could agree with that and again maybe it's just as social media do playing to my own uh uh, uh thoughts and opinions is why I gravitate to it. But I can't I can't think of an opposite reason. I can't think of any actual good reasons. I can't think of positive things coming out of this. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Um but yeah, here you go. Episode 837. I'm sorry, 837. A long awaited official, not recorded live. Just you and me. Just you and me. We, together we did this. Episode of Far Lands or Busts. Uh, everybody in the U.S. have a good Thanksgiving. Everybody else have a good Thursday. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely see you next time. Uh, but wait, that's not the way I say it. I say thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
give me a break.